Oh, Mike, how have we made it? Some 194 episodes? Now, this is how, Mike, this is episode 194 of the Street Brothers, and how have we made it so long without a, an obscene amount of technical issues? <laughs> well, Because certainly mean, we've had, like, timeouts, you know, kind of in the middle of something where something doesn't work, whatever. I'm not going to, you know, it happens. Life moves on. Yeah. But, Mike, I have just been... This is one after another on a, a second computer, a second USB cable. Jesus, I am just. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I fuck, dude. It's so frustrating, right? It's frustrating. Yeah, you know we're still at the mercy of our technology to some degree. We're still at the mercy of our technology, and god damn it, <clears throat> god damn it, I am fuming right now. <laughs> Can you hear it, folks? You know, the the level of frustration when you can't find a tr- your own fucking computer charger in your own fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> that, le- that level of frustration, because you know that you are the only one to blame for this. Yeah. It's not like the fucking computer charger fairy comes in the middle of the night if, you're a, if you've been a bad boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember to recycle, kids, or else the computer charger fairy comes in the middle of the night and will steal your device chargers, not the devices themselves. That's right. So you'll get one last kind of hoorah on them. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're stuck with the fucking Chromebook. The fucking Chromebook. I feel like a loser just propping it open here, looking at it. (laughs) I'm trying, Mike. I'm trying my best. I'm so sorry that there were so many delays on my end and... Ah, oh, fuck. It's all good. Feel like an idiot. Feel like an idiot. <laughs> I wasted. I I I wasted. I, I was wasting time. There's no time to waste here. We are, a, 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 as the WWE returns to Toronto, um, Mike. You and I return to the WWE. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at the very least, we're not a live show, so we can have these couple little things here and there. I mean, I mean in Monday Night Raw, what if you're supposed to go on air and shit's not working? Like, it's 8 o'clock. The camera's supposed to be on. The red light's on. It's not going. <laughs> you can only put Samoa Joe in a poncho for too, so long <laughs> before somebody yeah. just needs to make a fucking decision. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Samoa Joe in a poncho. Now, that's a look. That was a look, eh? <laughs> yeah, that was a fun mania. God, that was a fun mania. We have all that action, folks. We are the Shoot Brothers, Mike Shushaber, Cameron Osborne. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I got to cool down here. I got I got to cool down uh, because I'm hot. I'm hot, Mike. You know, we're kind of we're coming we're coming to the end of the summer here. I'm hot, you know, due to my technical issues, and I'm hot. Uh, heat. We had a heat. We did have a heat wave. We had a heat wave. We had dragons, uh, fire breathing. A lot of fire going on this week. Uh, I'm, I'm sweating over here. We're sweating over there because, of course, Clash of the Castle is also coming up. I'm sure there's a lot of people sweating over there on the main roster. Uh, we have all that fun action. Let's get into this week's edition of the show then. Let's uh, uh, let's kick off the show um, with our first little bit of wrestling action. Let's move ourselves over to SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. 
no, no, wait, they used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. All right. Uh, Friday night, as usual, let's start things off. Well, they announced the women's tag title tournament a little while ago, so we're having a first-round match. Raquel Rodriguez teaming up with Aaliyah, taking on Shotzi and Zia Lee. Uh, four former NXT call-ups here from about a year ago. Yeah, so. th- this, this, this was a Hunter match. This is a Hunter match. I'd love to see <laughs> it. You know, a lot of, you know, I'll always lean towards Shotzi. And, uh, yeah, her and Zaya pulling out some cool moves. They did this one double-team thing. It was like a Dominator Scorpion Death Drop combo. Drops a Lee on her head. Crazy move. Uh, yeah, so she gets beat up for a while. Raquel gets the hot tag. Um, I think Shotzi gets her lip busted open at some point. I don't at some point, I, I couldn't ca- I couldn't catch it, but it happened. Yeah, uh, so she tags in Zaya, but uh, Raquel hits her with a Tahana bomb, gives the win to Raquel and Aaliyah. Who was uh, who was Raquel's partner um, when she was the NXT Women's Tag Champ? Dakota. Dakota. God, thanks for reminding me. All that. Yeah. I'm sure they'll cross paths eventually, but separate yeah, plans what's the, for what's now. The, what's the rest of this bracket looking like? Are we sure? Uh, they've shown it, but uh, yeah, I can't yeah, pick. I can't picture it right now. Hmm. Yeah, you got yeah the two NXT girls, a couple others. We'll see a match on our Raw this Monday, but uh, in the meantime, uh, Zaya Lee and Shotzi. I thought they were a good looking team together. Yeah, why not? So Shotzi posted a picture online of her tank. Teasing, maybe they're bringing it back. Bringing the tank bring back, back? Classic shots. Yeah, bring back the shots. We're we bringing back love. a lot of cool things lately. <laughs> Might as well just bring back the tank. Yeah. Uh, then we got a quick promo backstage. Karrion Cross just talking about Drew and Roman. And, uh, you know, I was cast away, but I've been we've been biding our time. TikTok, we're back. So there you go. Okay. And he still has <clears throat> as much hair as he did... Uh, the week prior right so you know little you know it's sure it's groomed but uh you know i like i think i like a hairy uh you know and mike because i'm always i'm always thinking about ring appearance of course you know you must know by now that this is something that i gravitate gravitate shooty for best hair there is a shoot i mean and honestly you know it just carrying cross enters the category just by going (laughs) from no hair to hair you know? Yeah, people usually when you go bald, you don't go back. You, but he came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. You know, uh, work of the year, carrying cross is bald. <laughs> His hairline. <laughs> His hairline. That's because it's a thick hairline, right? See the guy. Yeah, I'm real excited. Whatever the whatever the entering debut actually <laughs> does happen. I'm stoked to see, uh, who knows, maybe a bit of a change in his ring attire, too. And I don't mean his gladiator fucking <laughs> skirt thing. I mean, you know, something something from the NXT that we're a little more yeah. familiar with. Yeah. Uh, but sticking on cross, Drew McIntyre comes out, just cuts a fired-up promo about getting attacked by him last week. Uh, but then he turns his attention to Reigns and the upcoming title match. But then Karrion Cross music hits once again, and... Scarlet comes out. Uh, they're calling her the Oracle, the Angel of Doom. She's already got three different nicknames. Jesus Christ. But <laughs> she gets in the ring, but then the Usos show up, and they beat down McIntyre. And then they tell Scarlet, if your boy tries to come at Roman, we're going to take his ass down, too. And she's just like, ha-ha, that's funny. Same to you. So that was their exchange. Yeah, this was a, this was a great. This was fantastic. The main event... 
scene now involving Roman. Like, it's it's funny. Roman Reigns hasn't really been involved yet, and it's all just buzzing around him. Yeah. Yeah. Starting to get the competitors lined up a bit here. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, who knows what Clash of the Castle is going to look like, but... uh yeah, I mean, Cross, he's trying to sneak his way into something here. So we'll see what he does at the castle. Yeah. Uh, Triple threat or? I don't know. But uh, much like the U.S. title over on Raw, they're trying to rebuild the prestige of the Intercontinental title here. They played another nice little retrospective video. And uh, what better guy to help reestablish it than Gunther, the man that I hope will break the honky tonk man's record of 454 days. 454 that's a fucking long what is that probably year year and a half right yeah that's a good reign but uh i mean when he was walter he was the uk champ for like fucking 800 days so and and we've seen it can work you know roman roman has it yeah roman's clear like 700 days yeah so we'll see uh after that you had ivar of the viking raiders taking on kofi kingston but uh during the match kofi attacks with a kendo stick but there's still two Vikings, and they just use their shields and beat them down. So, uh, should that not count as a weapon? I've often wondered. It's kind of like it's kind of like Cody who comes down uh, with his belt, right? And then <laughs> at one point in the match, he whips you with the belt. Like, is it is it not a weapon because it's kind of on your person? Well, I don't know. I don't know if we saw him use the belt in WWE. They might not be as lenient. That's a good point. We we didn't. I mean, I guess we we a small sample size, but still. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's still a fair point to make. But uh, after that, we go backstage. Sami Zayn still looking to see Roman, but again, the Usos just playing bouncer at the door. But then all of a sudden, Drew McIntyre comes flying in and uh, beats up the Usos. Sami just kind of runs off, doesn't help. Because, uh, yeah, fuck him. He's still trying his best, eh? (laughs) (laughs) He's doing what he can. Uh, Then you had two local jobbers in the ring. And then uh, we got our surprise return of the week. Hit Row coming out here. The streak continues. Um, obviously, no swerve here, but uh, we had B-Fab, Top Dollar, Ashanti the Adonis. Ashanti so, the Adonis. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, uh, that was a big one. They came out yeah, They came so, out in nice matching blue, I do have to say. Yeah, like the very- blue and white kind of color scheme. The, mm-hmm. I guess B-Fab's got her white hair and... Yeah, they just dominate. They kill the two jobbers. Easy win. Afterwards, cut a quick promo. Introduce themselves. And they say, we the hit row OG3. If you didn't know, now you know. That's their slogan. Yeah, it was it was a it was a pretty cool return. And it's interesting to see the group return without like argue arguably their 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 biggest star, their biggest in ring performer. Like it is funny to, uh, you know, clearly these three got something. Clearly they have something if they can return to the company without the the leader. You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was a nice surprise. Yes, very much so. Agreed. <laughs> And then after that, we got the table in the ring. We're set for a contract signing for the SmackDown Women's title. When all of a sudden, the suspended Ronda Rousey shows up, pops the barricade. She's got a big duffel bag. The crowd's loving her. They're chanting her name even after the heel turn. Seems like she's even more over. I wonder where we, but, where, where were we in this for this episode? Not sure. Maybe it was Ronda country. Yeah, but. you always got to wonder that, right? Are we in fucking <laughs> UFC country? Yeah, 
I don't know, but uh, yeah, she just dumps out the duffel bag, pours out a bunch of cash uh, to pay her fine. That's when security comes out, take her away, but she just uses some judo on them. And uh, on her way back up the ramp, Shayna Baszler comes out. She's like, what the fuck, bro? And Ronda's like, you used to be a killer. And walks off, so. Uh, anyway, Shayna's got business. She's here for the contract signing, so she gets in the ring, signs the contract. Cuts a promo on Liv Morgan. That's when Liv comes out, still wearing the sling. Uh, yeah, she just tells Shayna, you're not going to beat me. You're just a bootleg Ronda Rousey. And I already beat her twice. So, at Cardiff, I'm going to beat you too. And then she signs the contract. and uh, uh, But then Shayna grabs her by the injured arm and then stomps on it and just keeps twisting it around. Uh, but eventually Morgan counters her with a big bulldog through the table. So Liv... Stands tall with one arm. Liv stands tall. Can she Can she stand tall through the pay-per-view? Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, Yeah, I, I feel like we got to be leaning to some kind of Ronda interferes, Liv goes over, then, <clears throat> then Shayna and Ronda Rousey get to fuck around. That's got to be. Yeah. It. And I feel like Ronda's going to win the title back probably this fall anyways. Yeah, maybe. So Becky well, I mean, can win. Uh, yeah, because what after? <laughs> yeah, because we still we would still have it. We still have a few more pay per views to go, right? We still got a uh, Clash of the Castle. I think probably yeah. Extreme, Extreme Rules. rules. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Extreme Rules is definitively becoming the worst one, right? <laughs> Just <laughs> well, after that, there's always the Saudi, which is the last couple have been good wrestling. Well, so yeah, that's no, the that thing. If nothing else, the production <laughs> value is super high. And uh, I, I, I'm already a fan of Live Golf, so I might as well just consume all Saudi Arabian <laughs> content. Live Golf, Live Morgan, hey. Live, lay, lay, well, those two will not work together, but it's a great idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think TLC just doesn't exist anymore. I think they erased it off the calendar. Yeah, which is too bad. I think there was, wasn't there, there was a TLC where there was only like one L and one T or something, you know, like, or like, you know what I'm saying? They're <laughs> yeah, yeah. They used to have like one of everything, but oh, well, they added the new day one pay-per-view. I think they're going to do that again. Which is cool day. because we don't necessarily need steps, right? I think AEW yeah. kind of proved to us, like, we don't need a gimmicked pay-per-views, do gimmick matches that make sense. Instead of building a feud to a day, build a feud to, you know, an event. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on, the Usos come out and they're pissed off. Call out Drew McIntyre, say, pick a partner. Come on, let's go. So the Usos come out. Drew comes out on his own and uh, he doesn't care. He just takes them both on. Two on one. But uh, yeah, eventually the Usos start double teaming him. So Madcap Moss runs out, becomes Drew's partner here. And uh, yeah, they're doing pretty well. Drew's ready to hit a Claymore when Sami Zayn gets in the ring. Uh, so all this distraction, eventually, uh, Drew still ends up hitting the Claymore anyways and gets the win. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Well, I think the I think the real win, you know, Madcap Moss, you know, returning without the little suspenders, big win for you. <laughs> and yeah. uh, um, re- recently photographed with former uh, WWE uh, superstar um, Emma. Oh, Neil Dashwood recently photoed uh, in in, in what can only be described as an embrace. (laughs) Well, that's nice. Nice for them. I mean, Uh, winning in the ring, winning in life. (laughs) Uh, After that, you had a quick 
little Maximum Male Model segment where they get approached by Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo. I guess they want in the business, the modeling game. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I guess it suits Angel. He's always kind of being the pretty boy. Yeah, he's always. And he, remember, remember when he was kissing women every week yeah. in the front row? Sexually assaulted. In the middle women? of COVID. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Then the main event, though, big match here Intercontinental title, Gunther against Nakamura. And uh, yeah, this was great. Just a nice competitive match. Uh, Gunther, just as strong as he is, showing off that strength. Uh, yeah, Nakamura goes for the Kinsasha, but Gunther counters with a massive clothesline. The crowd's loving the match. This is awesome. Eventually, Gunther hits the power bomb, gets the win, retains the belt. But uh, yeah, love to see a great match. Gunther main event. Uh, yeah, Gunther in a SmackDown main event, clearly one of Triple H's boys. Isn't it funny that, like, okay, how did the Intercontinental come up? Intercontinental Championship come up, right? International dudes, right? Because <laughs> uh, I figured I that's so. how the European Championship probably came to be, right? It was, it was like a, a European was like, yes, and then another European was like, it's mine. Yeah, but then eventually it doesn't really matter anyways. But, I mean, that's the idea, I guess, of the inception. Uh, so let's your... throw all the non- North Americans after one title suddenly opens everything up. <laughs> and that was SmackDown, though. So let's just keep moving along to our other Friday night show. We got Rampage, Quake at the Lake. Rampage. 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 Quake by the Lake, part two. Part two, <laughs> yeah. They can't just do one and done anymore. Can, well, I think, no. well, because this was probably a situation <laughs> where both were recorded on the same night, probably, yeah. right? Yeah. Makes uh, sense. So we start off, Brian Danielson gets interviewed by Tony and just cuts a promo on Garcia, their upcoming two out of three falls match. Uh, Garcia comes out and just says, you're my hero, but you can't keep doing this. Retiring and coming back, it hurts me. It makes me want to hurt you. So I'm going to do that next week. And, yeah, just put each other over, and we'll find out who's the better man soon. Yeah, fantastic promo. Yeah, great stuff. When when was the pay-per-view uh, that they had that big stadium brawl? Uh, uh, was that double, double or, or nothing? nothing? Shit. No, it, it, like it's, it's been a long time since we've seen Brian Danielson in regular action, but it honestly doesn't feel that long. I guess I guess it was just a fast summer. Maybe that's all it was. Yeah, no, there was also like a million other crazy things happening in the wrestling world. That's a good point, yeah. Story after story coming out. Good point. But uh, then we had Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti taking on Dante Martin and Sky Blue for the AAA Mixed Tag Titles. Because why not? More titles on AEW. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways, this was Dante's hometown, so the crowd was hot cheering for them. But... Uh, Dante Martin, he's a noble man. He refuses to hit Ty Conti, but he does jump off of her back to hit a nice destroyer onto Sammy Guevara. Uh, but yeah, then that, Ty that, that's allowed. That's allowed. <laughs> yeah, you know, just using a little boost. Yeah, but, there's uh, no contact. Ty tags in, uh, hits Sky with the Ty KO, gets the win. They retain the belts. 
quick retain retination for the AAA World Mixed Tag Team Titles. That's right. <laughs> Could not. I didn't even know these things existed. Yeah, I don't think AAA cares about much. Of the I like titles. that they one's just... blue and one's pink. <laughs> yeah, I like for that. The boy, what's for the girl? <laughs> yeah, because the boy's pink. <laughs> the girl's blue. Bret Hart. Uh, anyways, after this, we had Parker Boudreaux make his debut. The former Harland, not Williams, just Harland, taking on. I, I've definitely made that mistake before. Correct? Yeah, Is that why you're saying we, that? Because like the yeah, I think we both. Did. It's the only other Harland I know. Really famous. <laughs> most he's uh. the most famous Harland. I bet if you were to put them all in a in a room together. Yeah. Good Canadian guy, too. Good Canadian kid. You love to see it. Uh, so, anyways, Parker Boudreaux, no relation to Scarlett, taking on Sonny Kiss, who we haven't seen in a long time on TV, but uh, don't see much of them here. Quick squash, easy win for Parker. Uh, and his new, I guess, the Trust Busters, yeah. That's what he's part of, right? Yeah, everyone's got a group. Uh, you got Avi, uh, Avi Davari. Ari Davari, yeah. Parker Boudreaux, and then some guy who flat out looks like... You remember seeing that movie, Malibu's Most Wanted? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like Jamie Kennedy. Terrible. From, yeah, he looks like Jamie Kennedy from <laughs> Malibu's Most Wanted. He's yeah. Like, he has damn. the visor fucking upside down and backwards. Like, that's a level of shitter of, of shit. I don't think... Yeah. I think I only saw the commercial for that movie, and it was enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- yeah, ex- yeah, you're fine. <laughs> uh, then we had the Gun Club take on Danhausen and Eric Redbeard. Beardhausen. Beardhausen. Eric Redbeard, his first match. I mean, remember, he, he seems like he's done this like two or three times now. He comes to AEW and it's completely, we're like, what? what Has a little match. Everyone's like, hey, that's cool. Everyone likes him. They're happy. Uh, yeah, so they were in control. Redbeard goes to hit the ropes, but then Billy Gunn on the outside pulls the ropes down. Redbeard falls to the floor. Back in the ring, his son hits the Famouser on Danhausen, gets the three count. Uh, yeah, so I don't like that. Danhausen, why Danhausen always loses? Why do they do? That? Yeah, he gets a lot of losses <laughs> for being very over. Yeah, and it's funny like, that uh, he must be bad at wrestling. Like that has to be it. Like Orange Cassidy works. Yeah, Orange Cassidy doesn't get this treatment. Yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, and he and he never did because he can fucking wrestle and he's super over. Yeah. So it must be something like that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know Danhausen well enough to know if he's capable of more. Maybe this is what he is, but. Uh, after after the match, Billy cuts a quick promo on his sons, just saying, I had to help you. You're a disappointment. He leaves. Uh, Stokely Hathaway comes out after, though. Offers his business card to the Ass Boys. Stokely and the Ass Boys. <laughs> that sounds like a band. <laughs> Could be. Uh, then Hook comes out for a rare interview with Tony Schiavone about his recent FTW title win. He only really gets about one word. I think he just says, yup. That was his one word, and then he gets interrupted by Zach Clayton. No idea who this guy is, but apparently he's on some reality TV show. Well, I, I had to look this up myself, Mike. Do you remember the Jersey Shore? You watched that show. Of course. Of course. It's JWoww's current husband. <laughs> so the guy after Roger. The guy after, yeah, guy after Roger with all the fucking tattoos, super built up. Yeah, That's the only guy I After that guy. Okay, so is that all he's famous for, just being JWoww's husband? Did they have a um, like show, Jay Wow and Zach or something? I, I think he's just you know remember on you know on the on the Jersey Shore like they get like their you know their couple days that their partners come down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you th- meet them. I think that's how we know him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I guess he's also a wrestler because he challenges Hook next week. 
<laughs> sure, I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I will. His, I mean, hey, do, the Miz proved it. He can, anyone can do it. Do we think his performance will be better? Do we think his performance will be better than Snooki's at WrestleMania fucking twenty one or whatever it was? <laughs> I don't know. She did do a nice little handspring thing. That's a good point. She did a handspring. That's a good way to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the main event for this episode, Ari Davari of that Trustbusters takes on Orange Cassidy, but uh, in the middle of the match, Davari just grabs a mic, tells Cassidy, lay down. Join the Trustbusters. Cassidy says, sure. And he lays down, but then he just rolls away before Davari can cover him. And after that, we just get the regular Cassidy action, you know. Uh, yeah, just doing all his stuff. Eventually hits the orange punch, gets the win in a pretty, pretty solid match. Also, am I missing something? What is a trust buster? Like, I am I know. missing something? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Oh, I think it has something to do with trust funds. Oh, okay, like, maybe like a one trust. One of the characters. Yeah. Okay, maybe I can yeah, see that. I don't know. Again, but, uh, in, again, inexplicably rich as a gimmick. Yeah, pretty much. And then afterwards, they attack the best friend. Sunny Kiss comes out to help Orange Cassidy, but then she kicks him in the balls. Uh. And then Harlan hits his finisher, lays out Orange Cassidy. So Sonny Kiss has now joined the Trust Busters, maybe. The Trust Busters. <laughs> yeah, it's still weird. Yeah, I don't know. This uh, this uh, Rampage really felt like a B-show with the card here. You know, It honestly did. And you know what? I think there is. And I, I feel like I've found some kind of uh, commonality to where... When Rampage and Dynamite are on the same night, Rampage is often not even just like there's nothing of sustenance. But when they're yeah. on separate nights, that's when well, there's a, a potential across. I mean, Rampage is still a one hour show, even if it's that other night, you know? Yeah. Yep. But, Either way, uh, I'm going to both. <laughs> <Either> way, <I'm laughs> well, both. we'll see. Next week, we'll have to, we're going to be ready yeah, next Friday. Yeah. Oh, and I'll, we'll be there on fucking Ticketmaster. Uh, well, let's move through uh, the weekend. Any any wrestling action through the weekend uh, of note? I do know that it's the G1 Climax um, out uh, there in the Far East. Yeah, I haven't been following it particularly, other than, yeah, just hearing there's been, I mean, there's always good matches, so. Yeah, I mean, see who we'll see who Okada wins. won. That's all I know. Oh, he already won. They already. Yeah, know. yeah. So that's okay. all I know. That's all I know. But you know, maybe, maybe there'll be a time. You know, you know, I want to sit back and like, well, I want to watch what's happening in New Japan. And then you can check it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's move on through the weekend. Let's get ourselves over to the uh, the flagship show the week before uh, its triumphant return to the Air Canada Center. That's right. I called it the Air Canada Center. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> Right, the red brand. Uh, start off with Judgment Day coming out to a bunch of booze from the crowd, and they just cut a promo putting down the Mysterios, and then Damian Priest hypes, hypes up his match against Edge for next week in Toronto. In the city, baby, <laughs> we'll fucking in be the there. Yeah, they, already, they showed an exclusive Toronto Maple Leaf Edge crossover shirt that's gonna be. Because we Sold saw back. Edge deliver a bunch of spears to uh, Elias, I think. Yeah, last time. And we're gonna hopefully we get to see uh, Edge deliver yet another spear. 
I think we'll see at least a spear. How lucky uh, of us, eh? <laughs> but then Rey Mysterio shows up and attacks. Uh, he fights Finn and Damien, but when it comes to Rhea, she says, bring it on, but he won't hit a woman, even though she's much bigger than him. But... <laughs> and she asked for it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they triple team him, and Rhea hits a big DDT onto a chair, and then they hold him down with a chair on his chest, and Finn hits the coup de grace, stomping right onto it. That looks stiff. He like just literally landed stiff on looking the chair. coup de grace. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's out. Our next match, he had the women's tag title tournament first round. Oscar, Alexa Bliss taking on Dewdrop and Nikki Ash, and we made some small progress with Nikki. She's uh, still wearing the superhero outfit. But, but it's she all black. Cape. Yeah, no cape. She had a leather jacket this time. So we're halfway there. Match and do drop a bit. Baby steps. Yeah, we are. We're halfway there. That is a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, and I guess, I think, you know, especially yeah. Especially now, like we say every week now, with Triple H in charge, the con, you know, I think we'll get crazy Nikki Cross back. <laughs> Cray, play with Nikki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved that dude. Uh, but yeah, the match was fun. Crowds behind Bliss and Asuka. Uh, Dewdrop hits the nice Michinoku driver at one point, but Asuka kicks out. Uh, and then eventually Bliss hits Dewdrop with the big DDT, and Asuka applies this unique armbar. Forces Dewdrop to tap out. Asuka and Alexa advance to the semifinals. Great news. Yeah. And her Dewdrop talking about possibly getting her name back as well piper niven piper niven which is just yeah, i only want that in so far that like anything is fucking better than <laughs> do drop pretty much like it's just lame uh, it's just a lame name yeah backstage theory and dolph ziggler got into a kerfuffle and that leads to them having a match later tonight uh, but in the meantime, we had some tag action. The Miz and Ciampa taking on Cedric Alexander. Mustafa Ali looking to make a splash tonight. Uh, yeah, the underutilized cruiserweight guys. And and Mustafa Ali goes in. And remember when there was that three-week period where we were all like, he's back, baby. Yeah, he got a pay-per-view <laughs> title match. Then, yeah. Uh... <laughs> but uh, yeah, looking good here. They had a nice match. Uh, Ali was on a roll. He gets Miz set up for the 450 splash, but he didn't realize that Miz had made the tag. So Ciampa runs in, hits him with a huge knee in the middle of the 450 splash, uh, and then hits the fairy tale ending, gets the win for him and Miz. Yeah, putting over the black heart. That's his name, right? That's Ciampa's name? Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Uh, and then Drew McIntyre comes out for a promo about... Uh, the title match coming at the castle and says I'm going to win the belt and I'm going to defend them on shows like it's supposed to be and that's uh, that addressed, a comment like that is always going to get a good reaction from yeah crowd loves it uh then he addresses some reports of a back injury that he was pulled some from live events and he says yeah it's true because I've been carrying the load of 20 men for three years in WWE and uh yeah he says this isn't a job this is my dream and that's why I'm here tonight to scout some future challenges for my title. And that's when Kevin Owens comes out and he insults Drew for dressing up like it's medieval times. And if you think you've been carrying anyone else's weight around here, buddy, you're a real dumbass. Uh, maybe you forgot what I'm about. Maybe I did, too. Owens says uh, 
you know, I've been having too much fun the last couple years, so let's bring back the prize fighter. And I'm saying, hell yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, that was the best Kevin Owens. He hasn't held a singles title in five years, and he's coming for everything now. He, I, I mean, he's been coming for it all. Drew McIntyre used the word wrestler. He called himself <laughs> a wrestler and said yeah. that he enjoys wrestling. Mike, did you ever, honestly, did you ever think <laughs> that you would hear the word wrestler on Monday Night Raw before you died? You can say no. That's okay. <laughs> Vince McMahon's going to live outlive all of us. Uh, no, because sometimes they do it. They use it like a swear word. They'll put it in a It's almost it like a, a cuss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when a guy like Daniel Bryan is like, John Cena, I'm a wrestler. You're not. And everyone's like, ooh. Everyone's like, oh. <laughs> he said wrestler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, both men. Just great fired up promo here. I loved it. Uh, and Drew just gives it back to Owens. He says, all right, let's fight. And that's what we got. Hot promo leads to a hot match. Drew versus Owens. They get lots of time. Uh, Owen's feeling good. He's hitting top rope moonsaults. Frog splash off the apron. Giving everything he can to put Drew away. Crowd's chanting, this is awesome. Uh, but then Drew fights back. Hits a big air raid crash off the second rope. And he's ready to hit the Claymore. When the Usos come running out. Causing the DQ. Ruining the great match. And uh, But Drew manages to fight them both off. Uh, but then turns around and right into a stunner from Owen's. So, uh, and then Usos try to hit the 1D, but he counters and lays them out. So, made the Usos look real dumb. Man, it, uh, Drew McIntyre's been getting a lot of promo time lately. This, this, was, this was one of his best, I thought. Yeah, between like just, this and the one, what was the, uh, pay, what was the pay per view we just had? SummerSlam? SummerSlam, yeah. When he came out and he had a, yeah. Yeah, he just had the promo or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, these no, his, all signs yeah, he's are on pointing. Point. All signs for me are pointing towards fucking. He's going over at Clash of the Castle. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I mean, you. You should. It's his hometown. First time in thirty years. Let the people have it. Like that. Drew that would. It. It's it's pop of the year. It's it's a shooty winner yeah. immediately. <laughs> and they. I mean, they still have a few weeks. We've been saying it. Just split the titles up. Maybe at the contract signing at the last minute. Roman's like, no, nah, we ain't doing this for both. And then. Adjusted on the fly. I don't know. Or something like, you know, in the fine print. Roman doesn't read the fine print of his contract. Yeah. I don't know. You guys make something it work. Like I'm not the. You, Either way, you guys book Drew's got to walk out with the belt. Yes, he has. The to. belt. I said belt. Oh, hopefully he calls it that too. <laughs> uh, then Seth Rollins comes out for a promo on Riddle. And then Riddle appears on screen via satellite to reply from his mother's basement. And gives us an update on his medical condition and says, I've been ready, I've been medically cleared, so it's on, Seth. And then he stands up to reveal he's not actually in his mom's house. He's here backstage. And he heads out to the ring. Him and Seth fight. Seth runs off through the crowd. I guess we're getting this one too, I guess. What Do we, do we think yeah. he was storyline hurt or actual hurt? I heard he wasn't actually hurt, so oh, okay. I guess they just thought SummerSlam's already pretty packed. We can push this one back a month. Yeah, well, I mean, it was pretty packed, so why the hell not? Yeah, we didn't necessarily need it. So yeah. The UK crowd will like it if you want to do it there. Yeah, why the hell not? You, the the Brits love weed. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> of I don't course. know. I'm sure lots of them do. I think they like hash, actually. Oh, okay. Know. Veer Mahan took on Bo Keller, local jobber, 
gets killed. And oh, Bo was spelled B-E-A-U-X, which I like. Yeah, yeah, fancy old school. Yeah, exactly. And then we had Bobby Lashley take on AJ Styles for the United States Championship as the uh, the U.S. title redemption tour continues <laughs> with another just big hot match here. And, I mean, both these guys are over. The crowd loves them both. They got a lot of time. Just awesome stuff here. At some point, Miz and Ciampa come running out. Miz goes to attack AJ. But then Dexter Loomis hops the barricade. Uh, but security quickly tackle him. So they're still trying to make it look like a shoot where they kind of don't really address yeah, it. Yeah, it's still like they don't talk about it. It's just like, what's that? Yeah, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then, yeah, but we all know. Uh, match continues. AJ's got Lashley in the heel hook, but he's able to counter. Uh, gets him in the hurt lock, but he's laying down on the mat. So AJ rolls backwards to pin Lashley. So he has to let go at the two count. AJ goes for a phenomenal forearm. Lashley avoids it, hits the spear, gets the three retains in another excellent match what i like about this uh dexter loomis thing i feel like it's for if you don't one if you don't know who dexter loomis is two if you're not following along it flat out looks like somebody's trying to jump <laughs> the crazy eyes it, and mustache. yeah it actually looks like a crazy person who's trying to get one over yeah. on someone yeah this is it, it's it's playing out great quite yeah. frankly it's a win-win because then if you do know who he is you're like oh cool it's dexter it's dexter loomis if you don't know <laughs> who he is you're like oh my god i need to watch this next week. yeah <laughs> uh then we had a quick match dana brooke versus dakota kai there was rumors of the 24 7 title disappearing but she was carrying it here so what were the still exists oh the rumors just that like hunter doesn't want it anymore or at all uh I don't know. It was just a rumor. So okay. who knows? Uh, but anyways, Dakota dominates the match, gets the win. Well, of Not course. Title, though, who, do you think's fucking bo- who do you think's fucking <laughs> booking it? Of course he I wins. mean, yeah. Dakota Kai, baby. And then the main event, we had Theory taking on Dolph Ziggler. And just another solid match, man. This Raw's full of them these days. Um, these days. <laughs> Theory hits a vicious blow to Dolph's head. Super loud impact on that. Uh but Ziggler fights back, hits a Famouser, and then hits the zigzag. But Theory kicks out of that. So Dolph goes for the sweet chin music. Theory ducks, rolls him up with the feet on the ropes. Ref catches him. So he has to pull out his finisher, hits the A-Town down, finishes the job, gets the win. Theory with a big win after, uh, you know, yeah, I think he's, st- he's definitely still the like the, ju- the laughing stock, right, <laughs> of the community. Yeah, I still don't care that much about him but no i, I mean, don't he's always so. yeah he knows how to wrestle but yeah i just don't care about the and guy. he knows how to wrestle character. and dolph ziggler knows how to put motherfuckers over yeah uh but yeah once again just another saw good raw with a, you know all the matches i mean there's a couple squashes but you get three good matches that get like 15 minutes and well that's what it was match. lashley styles went over 20 minutes this last match yeah. is over 15 minutes mcintyre kevin owens like we had less matches on this card. There's only seven matches on this card here. It feels like it was less. You know, I feel like a, a Raw, that's at least going to be eight, nine. Not anymore. Not anymore, <laughs> baby. It's yeah. the new Monday Night Raw. Um, and those are our first three shows. Mike, should we take a break? Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a break. We're going to come back, of course. Things are getting hot in here. Angsty Heat Wave. And uh, things are also getting hot with dragons. The American <laughs> dragon, that is. You're going to want to stick around. Raquel, we'll be right back. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother. 
How do you search? Uh, <laughs> there was. Do you, you, you ever watch those college humor videos? It was like uh, if Google was a guy. Uh, and it's no. it's a video where it's just kind of like a guy sitting at a desk and he's got like you know like a tie on and like a cheap shirt or whatever. And it's just people coming up to him asking him what people would search on Google. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> stupid, stupid stuff. And one of them is like, what's that song that goes like? And this woman singing in front of like Google, and he's like, "That's not how this yeah. works." And ever as soon as I saw that, I was like, "That would be fucking genius." I mean, you can. I've seen it, and it works. I'm like, sure. You know, oh, I'm if sure. You type like, what's a song that goes ba da 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 da, and then people will type in results. Exactly. No, that's exactly. Um, when I heard that, I was like, "That's not a stupid <laughs> thing." No, but, you know. I'm sure if you typed in ba da 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 da, oh, you'd get results right now. I'm gonna try it right now. What song is I don't know. I have to be more specific. Classic song. I have da da ah. On YouTube here, coming up. Nope, not that. <laughs> not Da Da Ah by a German band. By the German band Trio. Weird. Oh. You still there? Yeah, I'm getting a weird sound now. Oh, no, you're getting a weird sound? Here, uh, well, let's hang up and uh, just call me back. Yeah. You there? Yeah, hello. Hello. Yeah, you're still staticky. Staticky? Yeah, or does it sound the same on your end? No, I heard I heard some like I don't know like but it's gone now. Sounds normal to me. Nah, I've heard it gets yeah, it gets like this sometimes where it just goes like We're on the static train. Well, shit. Uh, let's try. Let's try one more time. Are you there? Yeah. Hello? hello yo hello hello oh one sec here don't hear anything yeah i can hear you i can hear you hello yeah our, sta our static our static you. problem is yeah it's like occasionally i know it when i hear it you know it's like i don't know what it is i don't know what causes it but yeah as soon as i start to hear something come into my headphones i'm like oh this is the sign of we need to recall no. It's fine now, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's all good for me. All good for you. Okay. Yeah. 
Nope, not that. <laughs> that song was called Da 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 by the German band Trio. Da Da Da. Anyways. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, the other. It's- Reddit, Reddit's got something. No, Reddit has nothing. Like yeah, a little while ago there was a song I was trying to think think of, but the only words I could remember was "Oh baby." <laughs> but I still found it. I still found it because I knew it was like a techno bass song. Yeah, you knew it. Yeah, yeah, it was something out there. But like this is so like I don't even know a single word of the song. I only know it's a popular song. I only know me butchering. I can hear the tune afterwards. Parts of the melody. Yeah, I can hear the verse. It's like it's very. It's very. It's all choral. And, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And just all these voices layered on top of each other. Shit. It's not like ABBA or something, is it? No, no, not ABBA. (laughs) There was a bit in the movie uh, Drumline. Remember the movie Drumline with Nick Cannon? (laughs) Yeah. And in the moment, like, he's mad about fucking something, so he's like he goes into the rehearsal room at school then starts drumming like you know all that kind of crap yeah and he's like really angry and it's really intense and the camera is like zooming in on his face and he's all sweating but the camera keeps cutting to like a computer with a microphone hooked up to it and it's hooked hooked up to a printer and it is like live printing the rhythms that he's playing so he, you know, <laughs> like, like, like musically notated. Riffs? Yeah, just just the rhythms. Or no, is it yeah, just like, just looks like, like the sound waves. No, no, yeah, the, the the notation, the actual notation. So like it's putting like quarter notes and shit. Yes. Yeah, so he's going like ra da 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 ra da 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 da, and yeah. this like this thing is live printing this the 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 music as it comes out, like the rhythm, and then. Yeah. Like the professor walks in, or like the head, the head coach of the fucking, and he sees it, and he's like, oh, "These are the like the best rhythms I've ever seen." <laughs> Thinking to myself, how I could write a lot of songs that way. I could just go like, ah, <laughs> singing into a fucking microphone. If it wrote the music for me, that would be the hard part. Well, I mean, a lot of musicians and bands never even look at sheet music in their life, so. Never even seen it. Even need it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You're onto something. You're onto something. Should we get into the? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a cool technology if you real. It is. Do that. I always thought it was yeah. playing notes. And, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I, especially uh, if it was like, yeah, if you could do that with like a piano or guitar, it would be insane. I just like how they put it into like they put it in like a four four thing. <laughs> it was just like just the way it comes out. It's just really funny, and that's this big plot point. He's like, oh. You're the best I've ever seen. Wow. He's like the goodwill hunting of drumming. He's the goodwill hunting of drumming, quite frankly. (laughs) (laughs) And he's down in the basement with a chalkboard writing out complicated rhythms. (laughs) He's saying, I I can play. It's all about learning how to play this. isn't Isn't he just playing one drum, too? Yeah, it's just a snare drum. Yeah, it's not like a rock and roll but, drum. But like when kit. they at the at the final end, like the end bit, right where they have yeah. their drum off against the rival band. 
they march up next to them so they're standing right in front of them so like their drums are almost touching and then they're playing their own drum and then they are playing their opponent's drum who's like standing one opposite (laughs) as like a sign of like i own you you know and is it a different note so is that uh, I, 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 I don't <laughs> think so. I think it's all just kind of. Yeah, I feel like it's just like standard snare drum <laughs> kind of thing. I'm uh, sure it's illegal in the in the sport of marching bands. You can't uh, hit your opponent. That's probably strings. a good point. Yeah, there's probably some kind of rules against that. You know, I mean, I think Drumline took a lot of liberties with a lot of things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But are they allowed to hit the side of the drum like a jazz? Oh yeah, they like, yeah um, that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, like you know, kind of like in like a okay. like a little break kind of spot, right? Like, and then everyone's playing complicated rhythms yeah. just on the on the rims and the sides and stuff. So it's not like the motherfuckers marching in the Santa Claus parade. No, no, it's a little more like yeah, and then you might go into like a, for eight hours straight. Yeah, it's not that. You might then go into like a kind of thing. <laughs> Have you ever marched in one of those things? No, never have. No. <laughs> It'd be fun to yeah. put on the thing, to put on the, uh, <laughs> like, you know, it's a harness, right? It's like a harness with a drum attached. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, just walk around. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a lot of fun. Well, the the um, oh. the snare drum that we had at Huron, um, or rather, like, there was two of those, not as not as expensive because of course like anything right like the ones that the fucking marching band people use are thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars right yeah we had like a consumer brand or a consumer grade uh marching snare right it was more just kind of like a tight orchestral snare but it was still probably worth like a thousand bucks uh Mm -hmm. it was great i loved the shit out of it i used it for jazz and mr goddard (laughs) hated it and i loved it (laughs) <laughs> Wax was loud. Um, yeah, Big. yeah. It's loud. The rim shots get super loud, and it's very just like tight. But I was in a tight <laughs> snare kind of phase. Um, I think especially like in grade eleven, twelve would have been a lot of you know listening to a lot of Blink one eighty two stuff, especially. Travis Barker used a tight mm-hmm. snare for a couple albums there, and uh, you know, kind of following him around. Uh, you know, it's uh, we're all trying our best here. The reverse of saying anger. It's like not even a say. tin can. It's a it's a turned off snare drum, uh, tightened really yeah. Did tight. You ever drum like that with uh with one turned yeah, off. Like, dum, dum, dum. Yeah. Oh, the worst is always just, uh. Just doesn't sound like a snare. You know, you need. It you sounds like a drum. <laughs> the worst. W- I still like that. And so this has happened to every single drummer ever, which is you turn off your snare during some kind of like moment where you're not playing because you don't want to hear the rattling, right? Yeah, just the bass vibrates it. And then you forget yeah. to turn it back on. So then your first hit <laughs> is always boom. <laughs> and then you're always yeah. like, shit, you're turn Lars. it back on. Ka. Yeah, it's it literally every single. That's happened to every drummer countless times that's happened to me count and i i would hardly even call myself a drummer anymore you know it's been i probably a year and a half since i've even played the instrument but uh yeah <laughs> once a drummer always a drummer hopefully hopefully i like to think i would uh i would still have it i'd like to think you know i think you can keep a beat and that's saying my beat. folks never go away <laughs> i need them to go away for a weekend 
or you know a, an indefinite amount of time, you and then I stay over. there and play drums, and then kind of like you know that's my that was my <laughs> weekend. <laughs> yeah, I should ask them if think they're we fucking. Did that last time they went away, we played a little bit. Yeah, I should ask them if they're fucking going away sometime. Yeah, so you going anywhere this winter? Yeah. No, I think last time we watched some wrestling, we had a little jam in your basement a couple years ago. Oh, dude, that was fucking years ago. That was probably six years ago. <laughs> five, five years. No, five years it was ago. during our it was during our podcast era. It was during our podcast era. No, I don't think so. Because we recorded it in the upstairs. We recorded an episode in the upstairs. I think it, it was like one of our first episodes. Might have been the first. We recorded upstairs, like right beside. No, no, I don't. Was it? I guarantee it. Because I remember you came over to my mom's house and we watched Fast Lane. We watched a Fast Lane pay per view with a, uh, and AJ Styles was in a Fatal Five Way with like John Cena, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler. All I know is we recorded an episode in that house of the Shoot Brothers. Mom's house Either or dad's house? One or two or three. Your mom's house. Fuck, this like flat out is not <laughs> ringing a bell. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't agree. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Jeez, I just yeah. wish I could remember more details about it. Yeah, and uh, shit. Oh well, it happens. Trying to, yeah, it was, it was there. I was in that house because I remember. Yeah, why else would I? Would we have recorded in that house? Yeah, you're, you, yeah, and you wouldn't have fabricated a memory. That's something that an, an insane person would do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when did your mom get that grand piano? The grand piano was there. Oh, fucking year, that's yeah. No, that's that's not that's not a time marker. No, <laughs> damn. You know, it might, yeah. yeah. And you know, and honestly, way. it's not coming to me, and it might never. Oh well. And it might got never. <laughs> it's good to know. It's good to know for the archives. That's for sure for the fucking history books. Yeah. That there was, in fact, an episode <laughs> recorded at my mom's house. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, let's get ourselves into uh, let's get ourselves in, 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 into the into our second half action though. Into our second half action though, because like we said, you know, you're where it's it's you know I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot on Monday Night Raw um, live in Toronto, and I'm also coming in hot with some NXT Heat Wave. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. So now, Mike, was Heat Wave the name? That's where of was Heat Wave the name of a a previous like WWE pay per view or a WCW or something? Yeah, ECW. 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 Heat Wave. Cool. Okay. Ninety-eight, ninety-nine, something like that. So. uh... Yeah, a little bit of a different spirit here, but you know, it's a solid name. Better than Great Balls of Fire, that's for sure. Oh yeah, it's a cool. Oh, it's a cool name. Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> definitely not knocking the name. Was just curious uh, if it was used yeah, no, before. No. Yeah. So that's our special episode tonight. Start off with the North American title match: Carmelo Hayes against Giovanni Vinci in a nice, uh, just fast-paced athletic contest here. Uh, yeah, Trick uh, Trick Williams, of course, on the outside doing all his bullshit. But you know, even when even when Melo's like cheating and stuff, the crowd just loves him. They don't even boo him for it. So yeah, he's pretty. He's, can't hate the guy. He's pretty normal babyface, especially you know maybe not too too many male babyfaces here in NXT, right? He sort of feels like he might be the top guy. Well, I don't even think he's babyface though. But it's like I feel like he's cheered like for the trick. most. You know? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To the crowd, he is. Uh, so, yeah, he's on a roll, but then Vinci hits a big brain buster, two count. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, big splash to the floor by Vinci and a springboard moonsault to this big guy. He can he can move around. Uh, the crowd was even chanting, holy shit. So, uh, yeah, tries to cover Carmelo, but uh, Trick puts his foot on the rope outside. So, once again, interfering to help. But, uh, and then later on, he just gets right in the ring. Uh, just gets uh, to stop Vinci from hitting a power bomb. So Vinci power bombs Trick, and then he goes to power bomb Carmelo. But Melo counters with a Hurricane Rana, spikes Vinci down, and gets the three count. Retains the belt. Retaining uh, after the hot uh, moment, if you caught this, the uh, the Paul Heyman narrated uh, intro. Did you catch that? Uh, I must have skipped over it. Our, our open video go. package the ECW. Got, the, got the Paul Heyman treatment. Nice to see. There's the ECW tie-in right there. Yeah, that that that, uh, that see it all it all makes sense right now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, fun match. Like I said, even with all the cheating, the the crowd loves Trick. They cheer him at the end. So good shit. Then uh, the Diamond Mine come out for a promo. Creed Brothers talking about their journey so far. Uh, NXT here winning the Dusty Cup, the tag titles. You know, the only ones to bring gold home in this group. And uh, crowd chants, "You deserve it." And then they say, someone's been trying to destroy the diamond mine. We want to call him out. It's you, Roddy Strong. And Roddy's like, what? Come on, man. I started this thing. And I brought you guys in. And the crowd chants, they don't need you. So, uh, yeah. Roddy just puts him over, though. Says, come on, man. I'd, I'd run you guys against the Usos any day of the week. That's how much I believe in you. But the Creed brothers aren't buying it. They said, we're done playing your games. Let's roll the tape. And we see some footage from three weeks ago when the Diamond Mine were fighting Tony D and the family. And uh, at one point, Tony D, he's looking at Roddy and he taps the mat as if he's making a signal to tell Roddy to duck so he can hit Creed. And uh, Roddy denies all this, but they're not buying it. And then all of a sudden, Gallus appears here from NXT UK and they just beat the shit out of everyone, including Roddy. <laughs> including Roddy, he didn't even do anything to, do anything to get beaten up. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Uh, I like this. Check the tape. That's like the <laughs> yeah, oh, because after, after uh, Montez Ford, uh, you, you know, asked you know for the for the for the tape to be checked. Um, you know, at the shoulders down thing. What was that? Where was that? Money in the bank? Was that a SummerSlam? Money in the bank. Money in the bank. See, ever since that, I've become a far more aware that there is, in fact, a camera crew, and anyone should walk <laughs> back there and be like, hey, can I check the tape on that one? Yeah, exactly. Little things like this, you know, a lot of a lot more dastardly deeds could be caught. Salacious behavior. But <laughs> there you go. Uh, speaking of salacious behavior, Cora Jade, her ex-best friend, Roxanne Perez... Having a battle here. Former friends, former tag champs. Uh, I think they gave us a fun fact here. They're the f only tag champs in history to break up before ever defending the titles once. Huh. What a weird little uh, cherry picker stat that is. <laughs> little factoid. Little factoid. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing. Uh, so anyway, his match was cool. Uh, Cora's doing good. She's in control. Hits a big V-trigger against the ropes and uh, then she goes to grab her black kendo stick from the corner, but Roxanne takes it away and uh, thinks about using it, but she throws it down. But Cora takes advantage of this momentary 
laps and hits her with the dirty deeds or the paradigm shift, whatever you want to call it. It was basically the same move. Right onto the kendo stick and gets the win. So nicely done, Cora Jade. Yeah, is is this our new our new Moxley? Maybe I like it. I like the way she's uh, carrying herself since turning heel. Yeah, you know, I think. Well, I mean, it does feel like. Is it, what is it easier to be a heel than a babyface? Kind of feels like it, right? Probably for most people, not for Cody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's the opposite for Cody. Yeah, and uh, on another budding romance watch, apparently Cora Jade and Braun Breaker have become a little thing there. Jesus, we're gonna have to uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to bring back a little um, a little you know a little. Didn't we do? Fuck, you know what? We we had a game. I don't remember. Anyways, never mind. We <laughs> yeah, we had a couple games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no more games. Between these two, we got Tony D'Angelo taking on Santos Escobar in an all-or-nothing street fight where if Santos wins, he's finally free from the family and all obligations. But if he loses, he's gone from NXT for good. So either way, let's end this family feud here. Either way. Uh, so right off the bat, Santos just chucks a chair right in Tony's face. And this crowd, they were hot for Santos. They were loving them. And... Uh, there was a ton of these shirts in the crowd. I don't know if you noticed the the Legato Del Fantasma, the LWO parody shirts they got going no, on. No, I didn't. It says LDF instead of LWO. Yeah. Huh. I just noticed like 20 of them. I mean, it's but, a cool uh, shirt. I mean, uh, if yeah. you take that logo away, it's a cool shirt, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a cool shirt. Uh, Santos hits a Hurricane Rana Tony onto a chair. So it's just all Santos early on. He's dominating. Uh until Tony nails him in the head with a trash can lid, which allows D'Angelo to get going for a bit. Suplexes Escobar onto a pile of chairs on the floor. That's when Electra Lopez gets involved. Uh, she takes the crowbar, goes to give it to Santos. But Tony runs at them. Santos avoids. Electra gets barreled over. So both men back in the ring. Late in the match. They're all worn out. They're just down on their knees, punching each other. Uh... And then we notice on the left side of the ring, there's the crowbar. On the right side of the ring, there's the brass knuckles. Both men dive. They grab the weapons. But Tony is just a bit quicker on the draw. Nails Santos with the crowbar. Gets the cover. Gets the win. His signature move, the fucking crowbar. We, should, we haven't seen the crowbar in months, <laughs> I feel. Yeah, it's his thing. And uh, with that, Santos Escobar is banished. From NXT. The rest of them uh, were stunned. The rest of Legato. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Legato is banned as a unit, but I mean, would it make sense uh, to just call them all up to the main roster? You know, are the two are the, are the other two, are the other Legato, two good right? enough for the main roster? I don't think so. Um, I think they're probably as good as the Hit Row guys that are on SmackDown. Good point. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Fair. Next map. Next uh, up on the card, though. Anyways. Uh, should we move over to our um, NXT Women's Championship? Mandy Rose. Zoe Stark, number one contender. Her first uh, championship opportunity, probably, ever, right? Yeah, at least for the singles title, I would think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. former tag champ. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, so Mandy goes after that surgically repaired knee of Zoe's. So just a bunch of nice submissions throughout. Uh, toxic attraction trying to interfere, but the ref catches them, ejects them from ringside. They put up a fuss, so Zoe's partner Nikita Lyons comes out, takes them away. and uh, Back in the ring, Mandy hits a nasty-looking inverted suplex, dumps Zoe almost on her head. Ache. Yeah, looked rough, but I think it was by design. I think it was safely done. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she has her comeback. Zoe's on a bit of a roll, but Mandy just cuts it off with the C-trigger. But then Zoe kicks out. First person to ever kick out of that. Is that, is that so? shocked. That's what they told me. Uh, I trust Wade Barrett. <laughs> That's a good point. Just not, and not just because he's British. No. He's been there. He's been there for every episode. Yeah, good point. And, uh, good point. That's fair. Yeah. So Zoe kicks out. Crowd's chanting for Zoe. Mandy goes and steals the knee brace right off of her leg. And uh, she wraps it around her own knee and then hits another C-trigger with the added brace. And that just takes off Zoe's head. Mandy gets the one, two, three, retains her belts. Nicely done. Nicely done for Zoe Stark's first championship opportunity. She'll probably have another one, right? She'll get another one sometime soon. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I'm sure she's. We'll see how see how the tag tournament goes with Nikita Lyons, but uh, oh, yeah, Mandy Rose she, one week away. She's still in there. That's a good point. Yeah, 300 days. Mandy hits next week on NXT. Wow, so we're still. Uh, oh, you know, it's a couple hundred away from Oscar's record, I believe. Yeah, I don't think she'll beat Oscar, but uh, she could crack the top three potentially. Potentially, yeah, maybe we we'll can see. see it. Maybe. Uh, also, backstage, you had Indy Hartwell talk talking to uh, Team Casey when she gets delivered her letter, and there's a little drawing that says "Index Forever." So Dexter Loomis, baby, it's even more. I don't know. If, uh, He's back, and it's canon. Yeah. Does that mean she's going to come up to him, or is he going to come back there? Who knows, but he still loves her. That's all we know. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, then we also got a brief little vignette for a new wrestler, Quincy Elliott. This uh, big black man that was wearing a Bratz shirt with a Z, you know, the little girl brand. No, I think but. we've definitely seen him before, I think. As someone else? Yeah, just under a different name, I think. I can't remember who. Well, he's got a new gimmick going now. He's the Super Diva. Yeah, he's, he, <laughs> he's, he's, he's it's very, um, uh, what's, what's his name? It, it's, it's kind of Velveteen Dreamy. Yeah, but less, less Prince and more. RuPaul. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or fucking Rip Torn. No, not Rip. Uh, Rip yeah, Taylor. Rip Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, the guy that throws the confetti in Jackass. Is that Rip Taylor? Yeah, Rip Taylor. Yeah. Old man. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds about right. Uh, anyways, let's go to this main event. Uh, Braun Breaker defends the NXT title against JD McDonough. Um... So, you know, Braun always likes to do special intros. This time he comes out with a hammer and smashes a random black box. Oh, yeah, I didn't catch that one. Well, uh, it was weird. It wasn't even anything. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, the uh, match was actually good. I'm not that high on JD, but he's still a good wrestler. And 
uh, yeah, they just had a nice back and forth match. McDonough, his big move, he hits a nice Spanish fly off the top rope, and then a brain buster for a big near fall. Uh, so the crowd's on their feet, but Braun fights back, hits a big spear that fucks up JD. I think he starts bleeding from the mouth. Uh, and then he just stands up, Breaker hits another spear, and then the power slam gets the win, retains the title. Yeah, I missed the bloody mouth, but he had the full, the full like f- mouth full. Yeah, like of... his teeth. His teeth were just red. Uh, yeah, so he, maybe he knocked one. He had the fucking Cesaro face. <laughs> Not quite as bad. Well, as that, I mean, but... nothing will quite be as bad as that. But yeah, he had that like. Yeah, yeah how the fuck does that happen? Jesus. Yeah. So something happened there, but uh, the match itself was pretty good. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Braun wins, retains, uh, but at the very end. NXT UK champion Tyler Bate shows up with his title and gets in the ring with Braun. They both hold up their belts, which uh, apparently pissed off a lot of people because they haven't even aired this. In the UK, they're still doing the tournament to crown the new champ because they're... Oh, is that so? Are... No way. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, what the fuck, man? This isn't even going to air for another two weeks. <laughs> but spoilers really i find that i find that super surprising that they would kind of like lapse that you know yeah well there's rumors that well i guess it's not even rumors anymore nxt uk is coming to an end and nxt europe is becoming a new thing so i guess broadening beyond the uk i mean that's kind of cool you know have uh you know yeah more yeah more shows like across an entire continent versus restricting yourself to one or four countries you know feels like yeah it. and it'd be cool to you know travel if they had like a bunch of different little instead of just one home venue have a bunch like one in france one in italy a bunch of different places yeah hmm. uh so yeah that was nxt heat wave it was pretty good yeah it was fun uh the jd mcdonough match was better than i thought you know yeah. Like the Joe Gacy match. Like, I don't like the characters, but they can still. At, at least the they can still do it, because <laughs> if they couldn't, I'd be fucking totally out of it. Yeah. Then it would just be bad. Then it would then it would just suck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, let's so, get to our uh, let's get to our next wrestling uh, show then, because we have one final show for the week. And of course, that's AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. Too sweet. Uh, House of the Dragon, the the uh, <laughs> blood and f- based on the novel Blood and Fire by George R. R. Martin. This Sunday, the twenty first on HBO Max. <laughs> the story of watch. the Targaryen civil war set two hundred years before Game of Thrones, but within the same universe. Fun fun little tidbit about the show: they wanted to do a Game of Thrones spinoff, right? So they did, they filmed a pilot for this one, House of Dragon. They also filmed a pilot for like another one that was set like 700 years before. Okay. Okay. They spent $10 million on each pilot, picked one, and then went with it. So there is a $10 million pilot out there somewhere for an unreleased Game of Thrones prequel show that takes place, yeah, 700 years before the main, the continuity of the show. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Yeah. 10 million. But anyways, House Dragon, catch it up on the 21st, starring Matt Smith of Doctor Who fame and probably other people you know if you watch Downton Abbey or other well, British shows. 
Yeah, I will not be watching House of Dragon. I've, I know you won't be, Mike. This was just a message for all of our um, for all of our fans out there. So let's kick off uh, with the um, the. I was I was trying to think of something. The Chicago Dragon. <laughs> I was trying to go with something fun here, but actually, we hear from CM Punk, our world champion, kicks off the show for the first time since having surgery since June. Um, with his not only with his championship belt, he runs up uh, to the to kind of the side of the, the the audience side of the ramp there, and he stops. He says, "I'm not." He says, "I'm not doing that this time." Yeah, he says, "No, no, no." Mistakes, mistakes were made. Mistakes were made, and he's aware of that. However, he comes <laughs> out with absolute fire. This whole segment, this segment is a fire promo. It was, but uh, he starts off with a controversial moment, as it would end up becoming. Uh, we'll hear, because the first thing he says is, uh, Hey, Hangman, Adam Page, you want a title rematch right here, right now? Let's go! And the music doesn't hit, Hangman doesn't come out, and he says, Yeah, that's not cowboy shit, that's coward shit. Great and, moment, great uh, moment, because uh, I guess cowboy, uh, or, you know, this is cowboy territory, I was meaning to say. Yeah, well, the controversial part, though, is apparently all this was off script and people were not happy about it. That's the word going around. Like the AEW uh, higher ups? Like Punk calling out a guy that wasn't scheduled to come out to make him look stupid for no reason. Oh, that's a good point. Really I never, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you've read. There's a couple. There's a lot of stories breaking tonight about CM Punk and MJF style rumors going on. Really? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, apparently rumors of him not even showing up to this episode, but we'll get to that maybe because maybe that just helped add the fuel to the fire in his belly here because, uh, yeah, he was passionate. He moves his attention to Moxley, says he's not the best. I am. Moxley's the third best guy in his own group, and that's a reoccurring theme in his career. Great, great line. Fantastic yeah, big line. Big shot. <laughs> great line. Uh, then he rips it to Eddie Kingston, says, you're the third best Eddie I've worked with. Okay, the so who, who are the two Eddies? Eddie Guerrero. So Eddie Guerrero, and then I think the other one is uh, Eddie Fatu Umaga. Oh, okay, is, I mean, okay, okay. A little lesser known, but that's the only other one that Punk would have worked oh, okay. with. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I was trying to figure out that, but of course, yeah, the next one he says, and the second best Kingston, that was yeah, Bomb. the Kofi reference. Everyone Kofi, loves that. Yeah, one. <laughs> everyone loved that one. Yeah, and then he eventually. Well, and uh, then of course, in the you know the uh, what is it the comedy the rule of threes right? <laughs> and uh, yeah. hell, you're not even the best John I've faced in Chicago. That was yeah the, the first John I beat for the belt in Chicago. Something yeah. like that. It was Just like oh out. boy, you <laughs> got it. So he was squeezing in as many as he could there before Moxley finally comes out. And says, you're not the best in the world. Most of the time, you're not even the best guy in catering. And uh, that microphone, all the words you spit into it don't mean shit. And that belt don't mean shit. Neither does this one. Until I beat you. And he throws the belt down. The interim title. Moxley says, I'm the heart and soul of this company. Every time they call me interim champ, it makes me think of you and it makes me sick. Punk says, good, you be the heart and soul. I'll be the dollars and cents. And then he throws his belts down. Moxie says, we both know you only came to AEW because you ran out of money, so don't give me that. Being the best is about fighting spirit, and we both know you ran out of that a long time ago. So you want to prove me wrong? Go ahead. And then he bumps Punk, shoves him. He responds. Uh, yeah, so 
I mean, oh yeah, this is one more great line from Punk where he says, "If I touch you now, you're just gonna bleed all over me." Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, great line there. Uh, they finally come to blows. Security runs in, breaks it up. Uh, great promo. Did you see though, the security match. guard that had fucking like shoulder high long hair? It was blonde. No. I didn't really notice. Oh my lord! This I he was in all he he was in this. I, oh, I couldn't look away from him. What his hair? Just, just his, him. Everything. Well, of demeanor. course, his hair was so vibrant. He was <laughs> all I saw. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that great opening segment, super hot. Um, so at this point, you're thinking, holy shit, all out's main event's gonna be amazing. But then later in the show, they announced no. This is happening next week on Dynamite. On Dynamite. So that's where things get more crazy with all these new rumors of CM Punk. Like, are they rushing this title match? Are they going to take the title off Punk so that someone... I don't even know what the hell is going to happen. Because who's going to challenge for the title at All Out now? This is crazy. Like, yeah, like, obviously someone's got to go for it if we're in Something Chicago. big. Something big has to happen. Like, yeah, what, something's what, happening what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Like something crazy has and to happen also, on Wednesday. And also, like we're go- in Cleveland, Ohio, that's John Moxley's hometown. Is that where they are next week? That's where that's where this title unification will be happening is in Moxley oh, country. Oh shit. Well then, that's That adds I a mean, whole other yeah. wrinkle, eh? Yeah. So this whole thing is crazy. I mean, yeah. After the show, go read the dirt sheets. Yeah, I, I didn't. I right didn't now. hear about this uh, CM Punk going off script. Did he go off script in any other ways, or just that? The hangman thing was, yeah, the main thing. But then afterwards, just stories coming out about backstage. He's been kind of unhappy and saying shit. And I don't know. It's all rumors and conjecture at this point. Okay, but. I'll check. I'll check out the dirt sheets. Yeah. Either way, though, what a promo. Looking forward to the match. Just shocked that it's not your all-out main event because they sold it after that promo. Oh, they crushed it. They crushed it. Yeah. But uh, speaking of crushing it, let's get to our dragon match here. We got the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, versus the Dragon Slayer, Daniel Garcia. Best two out of three falls match with special timekeeper Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. A lot of dragons, folks. You got to keep up. You got to keep up <laughs> with the amount of dragons. Yeah, and you got to keep up with these two, man. This fantastic, nearly 30 minutes of just excellent technical wrestling. Uh, just great. The holds, the transitions, the strikes. Holy shit. The stiff strikes. Uh, Brian early on is just smacking the shit out of Garcia. At one point, he drops to the mat like it was an MMA fight, like a little flash KO there. That was kind of cool. Maybe it was legit because <laughs> Brian smacked the shit out of him. It was something. Jesus Christ. And, you know, we, we have to remember that Daniel Garcia is one of the guys who um, uh, Brian Danielson said when he came, when he came to AEW. He said, you know, I want to I want to go up against guys like Daniel Garcia. And God damn it. He got yeah. he got what he wanted. Yeah. Pulling out some of the classics here. Brian does the old Mexican surfboard stretch. Uh, great move there. And then Garcia fights back. Hits a big spike pile driver on Brian. Big. And then crushed him. Scary. Yeah. See, all, they're all those. Those are all so <laughs> fucking scary, though. Yeah. And then so Brian's down. He locks him in the dragon sleeper, and Danielson passes out. So Garcia has won the first fall. 
And uh, while he's still down on the mat, he tells the ref, count him. So the ref starts counting to 10 while Brian's down. Like, this is a boxing match. And I saw that, and I was like, great point. Like, (laughs) when does one count end and the other count begin? Yeah. He he, he had me sold. So, uh, but Brian makes it up just in time. But Garcia is still in control here. Uh, They go to the floor. Garcia peels back the mat, exposing the concrete. DDTs Brian right onto it, which gives Brian the chance to do the quick little blade job. Comes up bleeding. Uh, Garcia puts him in the dragon sleeper once again, but Brian this time manages to roll backwards, pin Garcia down, gets the three. So we're tied one to one. Quick tie, quick tie. Now, was this where. Was this between these breaks? Was this where Daniel Garcia uh, pulled out the old razor blade? Yeah, so Brian slams him in the ring post, and he gets busted open and there. And then the camera is on Brian Danielson for like a of minute course. and a half. And <laughs> you're thinking, and commentary is saying nothing. By the way, JR was on fire all night. Oh, yeah. JR was on fucking, and because I know a couple weeks ago, maybe not too long ago, we were saying like, oh, you know, he's working less hours, working less days or whatever. Still fucking got it. Guy was on fire all night. The camera was on Brian Danielson for a minute and a half. Daniel Garcia <laughs> must have been struggling <laughs> with getting the cut down. I, I mean, you know, something. For all we know, maybe it was his first time. Maybe and I'm sure it's very it. hard to cut yourself. I mean, yeah, I'd be a little nervous. Self-mutilation live in front of thousands, thousands of, of, if not millions of people. One of the few performing arts where, yeah, you literally self mutilate. Yeah, right? yeah, we don't see self <laughs> self mutilation to some degree. To yeah, some you degree. are right. You are right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, so we're tied one to one. They're both bleeding now. Um, yeah, having stiff chop exchange. At one point, Brian just allows Garcia give him your best shot as he just kind of sits and meditates in a state of zen. Like those monks that set themselves on fire. He can just take the pain, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, Doesn't even feel like it. Like the fucking uh, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. The Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's just taking it. But eventually he's had enough. Stands up. Knocks down Garcia. Gives him the finger. And then they have the old test of strength where they just link their hands together. And uh, Brian just starts elbowing the shit out of Garcia. These strikes are just stiff and knocks him down, pounds away, grabs his arm, starts stomping his head in, but Garcia is able to roll backwards while still handing on, still holding on and transitions perfectly into his own uh, stomps, excuse me, on Brian's face. Uh, <clears throat> but then Brian overcomes this, he gets back to caving Garcia's head in and then applies a triangle sleeper, transitions into the bell lock and then just keeps elbowing away at his head cinches it in even deeper Garcia passes out Brian Danielson wins what an amazing match what a fa- Brian Danielson only does 20 plus minute matches that's all he does he yeah. refuses to get out there if he's not going to get out there for <laughs> at least 25 minutes uh, you know what besides the obvious you know like yeah, you know you and I don't watch the commercial version right we watch the non-commercial version but you can always tell when it happens Right, short of the commercial breaks, kind of b- killing the flow a little bit. Uh, this was, uh, yeah, like you said, just bangers all around. And kudos to everyone. The American Dragon, Garcia with his Dragon Sleeper, HBO House yeah. of the Dragon. Uh, it was, it was, <laughs> it was all good. Yeah, yeah, great, 
great. I mean, even without the dragon stuff, they would have been. Uh, but yeah, amazing match. Brian is exhausted in victory. He's sitting on the mat, applauding his opponent. Uh, and then and, uh, yeah, after, afterward, he's talking to Garcia, saying, hey, man, ditch those Jericho Society bums. Join me. Join the combat club. Offers a handshake. Garcia steps in. Looks like he's ready to shake his hand. But then Jericho comes out, assaults Brian from behind. Uh, Garcia pulls Chris off, though. Stops him. And Jericho can't believe it. He's pissed. Uh, but the crowd just going wild. They love it. They chant, you're a wrestler at Garcia. Yeah, that you're a wrestler. I wish, I, yeah. crazy is I've never heard that chant before. That's probably the first time. Probably the first I mean, you're a wrestler sense. chant. <laughs> yeah. With I mean, yeah, exactly. Jericho is sports entertainer thing, so big tension between them. He puts his finger in Garcia's face. Garcia smacks it away. Jericho's pissed. Storms off. So they'll settle it. Yeah, I hope we don't get... I hope Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho aren't going to go at it for some reason. I hope not. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> just mean, really, what's next for Brian Danielson? That's all I care about right now. I mean, both of them need a match for All Out, so I don't know. Yeah. Might be against each other. Yeah. Maybe they'll do a tag match, Brian and Garcia versus Jericho and some. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ho yeah, hopefully not, though. I, I just want, I, I want better things for Brian Danielson, you know? Yeah, yeah. He should be mixing it up for titles and stuff, but... Okay. Uh, after that, Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling are coming out for their entrance, but then John Moxley just runs up, beats them both up, grabs the microphone, says, Punk, I'm sick of waiting. Let's do this right now. Let's unify the belts. Uh, so Punk comes out, bunch of, bunch of security, keep them apart again. So, yeah. Yeah, just more at it. Fucking bangers. Stuff. Yeah, I just love they both coming out. The brawl is red hot. I mean, you got to you, yeah. you got to book it pretty hot because it's in two days. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah. Then we had a quick backstage interview with Jericho. He says Garcia better have a decision next week about where his allegiance stands. Uh, and then Ricky Steamboat walks up, says that kid doesn't need you. He's going places. Danielson's the better choice to mentor him. Uh, the other guys walk up, but Cool Hand Ange stays around, tries to grab Ricky Steamboat, but Ricky just hits him with the big overhand karate chop. Classic Steamboat. Still got it. He still got it, folks. <laughs> he didn't want to fight Ric Flair, though, but he still got it. But he still got it. <laughs> I don't blame him. Uh, then we had Varsity Blondes taking on the Gun Club. Not much of a match at all. Gun Club win in like 30 seconds after Colton. Pulls out Angelo Dawkins' finisher, but he calls it the Colt 45. Oh, I didn't catch that. Win. I didn't catch the name of that thing. Yeah, that's what they called it, but the crowd didn't even react. Uh, Billy afterwards says, I'm proud, you boys, finally listening to me. And they hug, but then Stokely Hathaway comes out, and the two guns attack their father. Their own father. And yeah, so the acclaimed have to come out and stick up for Billy, chase off uh, chase off the guns and then they scissor old Billy so they're friends so they're all friends now I guess <laughs> yeah then hmm. Jungle Boy comes out for a promo says he got in trouble for a shirt he wore on TV and said Christian is a pussy so I guess can, can't have the word pussy written out yeah I think when it's yeah 
That sounds about right. You know, I feel like. But you could have pussycat. I'm sure you could have pussycat. But yeah, because, but when you say, yeah, because pussycat is a cat, but saying somebody (laughs) is a pussy is saying that a pussy is, you know, blank. But it could be short form for a cat. Hey, Mike, I agree. You're not going to find someone who agrees more. (laughs) Anyways, he says he stands by those words, but uh, he was really kind of stumbling on his promo here. The crowd was even giving him the what treatment. Uh, okay, I definitely heard them bass. give Christian the what chance. I didn't hear them give uh Yeah, Jungle Boy was getting a couple here too, but uh yeah, not I mean not as bad as some people get it, but yeah, it was a little little rough of a promo from Jungle Boy. Eventually he challenges Christian who comes out, says, "No. Things have gotten out of hand. Uh first, you know, we both done things we didn't mean and uh yeah, the crowd was giving Christian the what treatment too. But he says, "I want to fix this. You're like a son to me, Jungle Boy." But Jungle Boy doesn't buy it. Attacks Christian, beats the hell out of him, and uh, ends up pinning him against the steel steps. Stomps on his arm. Man, these fans since fucking Mania have been terrible with all the what with with the what's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for like the first year and a half, AEW was immune from it, but it's leaked over. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, after this, we had. Tony Storm taking on Kylan King, which, I mean, come on. We get one women's match a week, and this, I mean, no one knows who the hell Kylan King is here. And I certainly don't. Yeah. I mean, she's, uh, yeah, like everyone else, she's okay. She can wrestle, but she only, you know, it's a seven-minute match. No one knows anything about her. No heat at all. Crowd didn't react to anything. Uh, Tony hits the pendulum. DDT gets the win. Yeah, like you said, no sustenance. Yeah. They did announce Tony's going to be the number one or challenging uh, Thunder Rosa. Her buddy, a little thunderstorm matchup. Yeah, so that should be something at least. That's something. Because, yeah, we need it. This women's division, it's always. Yeah, that's been the hardest part. Well, like, it's without a doubt, WWE has the best women in the world. Without a doubt. Like, so undeniably, it's not even fucking close. So I guess all anyone else can do is just kind of fucking play catch up, you know? Yeah, it's like WWE, the best women, AEW uh, clearly has the better tag division for the most part. You know, yeah, like I guess and if then, you can't have everything. <laughs> and then everything else, like their main eventers in the mid card are pretty even for both parts. Yeah, and then, and then they're just different shows, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but let's get to this main event, big match here in the Trios Tournament. He had the team of Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee taking on the Young Bucks and the mystery partner. Who's it going to be? <laughs> Justin Roberts does the big intro, all the accolades. Hailing from the, the, yeah. the, the intro of this dude. So he says, and... Uh, and the Young Bucks partner, a man who, quite frankly, has a ridiculous amount of <laughs> championships. PWI yeah. Wrestler of the Year, Sports Illustrator Wrestler of the Year, all the ne- never open weight, IWGP, the longest reigning AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega. He's back. 
By God, Kenny Omega, first match in 277 days. The pop for this, I loved this pop because it was sustained over such a long period of time. Because honestly, as soon as he said, um, quite frankly, has a ridiculous amount of championships, I, I personally think I knew exactly who he was talking about. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think most of the crowd caught on and the hype just grew until he finally appeared. Uh, and he, of course, he had good old Don Callis, Michael Nackerson. Fucking Don Callis, I missed you so much, my man. Yeah, my I love him. fucking you man. <laughs> Don Callis and JR on commentary is, is in. They're great. Incredible. Don Callis yeah. says shit. And then uh, JR goes, like, Really? Really, Don? Really? <laughs> is that is that so? Is that so? Tell me about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like guys who've known each other for fucking years, trying to f oh, just actively trying to fuck with each other. Kenny Omega is back, and it cannot be happier. The wrestling world cannot yeah, be more excited. Everyone's chanting for Kenny, uh, but you know, noticeably, he's wrestling. You know, he's coming back for a bunch of injuries. He's got some braces on. He's got a compression go, shirt I, I've on. I've never he's seen uh, Kenny Omega wrestle with a shirt on. He's got a Yeah, a, a bit of a different thing. look. But still and, got his tights. Uh, yeah, still, still the same guy. I mean, but uh, throughout the match, I think he was kind of purposely playing it up. There was a couple spots where, like, couldn't quite hit a move or wobbled a bit. And they're like, oh, not 100%. But I think it was all by design. It wasn't him like botching or anything. Oh, well, him. because now so. if you're new to the podcast and <laughs> never heard of Kenny Omega before, this yeah. is, of course, well, coming back from that many injuries and being amazing right off the bat, that there's no story there. What's the story there? <laughs> yeah. So exactly. We want to now we got something. You're an underdog when you're one of the best in the world. You can come back as a bit of an underdog. Exactly. So, no, that's exactly it. Yeah. So, crowd's hot. Match was a lot of fun. Your standard, just crazy six man action. Everybody's bodies flying in and out, in and out of the ring. Kenny hitting some of his classics. Crowd's chanting, You still got it. Of course he does. Uh, yeah, him and Bucks hit the big triple vertical suplex onto all three guys at once. Uh, but of course, Andrade and his boys, they have their moments too, but. Everyone's here to see the elite win, uh, but the craziest spot of the match was when the heels they pull the guardrail out a bit closer to the ring. They sit Kenny down on top of it, hold him there while Dragon Lee runs and hits the crazy suicide dive into a blockbuster onto Kenny, knocking him over the rail onto the floor into the crowd into their laps. This was crazy. That was an insane move. Like the man's crashed. Yeah, and the precision to hit it and the speed and just holy fuck. See, uh, that's when I knew that he's fine. Or that he's yeah. maybe not 100%, but he's not as, as he's well rough <laughs> as he was making himself look like he is. That's when I think I knew. Yeah, if you can fall backwards onto a concrete floor. And like Kenny, he would just say no to doing that, you know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy spot yeah, there. good shit. Dragon Lee, too, your other dragon of the night. Another dragon. Hey, didn't catch that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kenny, though, survives the big move, has his comeback, hits the V trigger on Dragon Lee, and uh, hits him, picks him up for a slightly sketchy looking one winged angel. 
But like I said, I think again, it's all by I think there. it's all like you said it right there. <laughs> this is all by design. This was actually probably the ugliest looking one winged angel I've ever seen. Yeah, like, but it added to it because at first you're like, oh shit, you almost didn't. And get him Kenny Omega came out there with his. He had a juicy butt too. This guy is <laughs> not in his ring shape. Can you blame him? Like, he carried professional wrestling across the planet for like four years. Can you blame the kid? <laughs> I don't blame him. I great, certainly can't great. blame the kid. Yeah, he had a great showing. Either way, gets the win for his team. So Kenny and the Young Bucks advanced in the trios tournament. Like, uh, of, of course, because of course they were going to fucking do it. Of course. They're making it to the finals no matter what. Uh, and then, of course, AEW, though. They always love to cram something in at the very last second. Uh, they As they're celebrating back in the ring, Roosh and Andrade attack Dragon Lee. And they DDT him so hard, his mask pops I've off, never seen think... that. I have never <laughs> I don't never think that was supposed that. to happen. <laughs> like, I don't know. He needs to talk to Rey Mysterio about clearly the right mask tech. Him and yeah, Penta, him and because Penta. their masks are always yeah. fucking falling off. So that was, I mean, I don't even know. if probably, A bunch of people probably missed that because it was like the last five seconds it just kind of happened. But uh, That was that. Dynamite. That was our final episode of Dynamite. So incredible to see Kenny Omega back on television. It's also so incredible to crown a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Well, sometimes you got to sneak it in because this week's Tweet of the Champion is none other than Kenny Omega. After his premiere that shocked the world... He was sure to let his he was sure to let his fans know the pieces aren't all there yet, but I refuse to burden the Bucks with my limitations. We have a real chance at this. I'll be even stronger in round two. I'll surpass I'll surpass where I am at. I'll surpass everyone. Mike, this is this all is right. one of the best of all time we're talking about here. This isn't <laughs> yeah. this isn't Someone coming back from a fucking little, oh, I hurt my, oh, my elbow. Oh, my elbow hurts. <laughs> Mike, this is Kenny O-fucking-Mega. And you bet your ass, when we're there at Dynamite, Kenny Omega's gonna be there. Bet your oh, ass. Yeah. Every Canadian on the fucking roster. Christian Cage is gonna show up. Kenny Omega's gonna be there. Who else? Ethan Page. Uh, Sean Spears. Sean, we're, we're gonna get Sean Spears. We're gonna give big number tens. We're gonna get the 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 guys who were 2.0 and Matt Maynard yeah. and Cool Hand and Cool Hand and we're gonna get them all. <laughs> it's gonna be a show of Canadians. Any women out there? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I think at least uh, maybe Julia Hart or something. Maybe just because her name's Hart. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably screwed up a lot. I, of I feel like there's at least one. Yeah, someone. I don't know. Yeah, no. Maybe the bunny's Canadian. Someone I feel like's Canadian. You could be on to something. You could be on to something. Uh, either way, I can. I, I'm so excited that he's back. Really can't wait for All Out. And quite frankly, just next fucking week. Next week's gonna be huge. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell's going on now for All Out, but we'll see. Yeah, honestly, no idea. Uh, let's uh, let's do one last thing though. Let's crown our uh, wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler of the week, of the week, of the week. Wrestler 
after a pretty big week. Now, uh, Chris Jericho, unanimous wrestler of the week last week. Got to say. Yeah, unanimous. Uh, <laughs> I think it's harder this week. We had a bunch of great matches on both across multiple shows here. Mm-hmm. I'll kick. Uh, I'll, I'll kick it off if you're if you're on the fence still. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll give it to um, I'll give it to a guy who's uh, we're building, we're on the train, and I'm going chugga chugga choo choo, man. I'm fire. I'm I'm shoveling coal. I'm hastily shoveling coal into the fire uh, because I am not jumping off the Drew McIntyre train. I'm just hey, not. Hey. I'm not. M- man's pulling double duty. Um, we've had a great couple weeks. Had a great match against Kevin Owens, and quite frankly, he said the word wrestler in a WWE ring, um, <laughs> which means so much. And uh, Drew McIntyre, the wrestler of the week. Let's keep the let's yeah. keep let's keep it going, bud. Let's keep it going. Yeah, keep the momentum. Awesome promo from him this week. Uh, I'll stick with some in ring action here. I mean, it's between the two guys in the in the two out of three falls match, but. When it comes down to it, the tiebreaker always goes to Brian Danielson. So, sorry, Garcia. Not this week. <laughs> Brian Danielson. Brian, uh, yeah, Daniel Garcia, dude, you're 23 years old. You will be a multiple-time Wrestler of the Week champion in the future. Like, don't worry, bud. Like, you've yeah. got shooties with your fucking name on them. Just oh, yeah. wait. This <laughs> this fine. week goes to Brian Danielson and Drew McIntyre, the men who are in their, like I think in their forties. Yeah, prime uh, vets. Oh fuck! Speaking of that, I forgot to play uh, in that Bobby Lashley AJ Styles match. I forgot to play over under on their combined age because I think that one would gotta be eighty seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, close to ninety. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's a big one for sure. That's a big one yeah. for sure. But, uh, yeah, rest of the week. That's a lot of fun. Thanks for listening, folks. Rate and let's The show is everywhere. Uh, we'll be back next week at our same uh, same bat time, same bat channel, coming hot off of Monday Night Raw. Mike, I could not be any more excited. I've got my fucking Terry Funk Sabu shirt ready to go. It's <laughs> iron pressed. I've lint, I've, wow. I've lint rolled it. Uh, <laughs> quite frankly, it's going to be a great time. Cannot wait. It's going to be a fun night out. Yeah. Always is, buddy. Well, yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. Mike, take care of yourself. All right. We'll see you on Monday. Monday. Shoot.